1: Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. Happy Friday, it's the 14th of July, I'm Zara Seidler.
0: I'm Sam Kozlowski.
1: Around the world, people have been going absolutely crazy for a drink brand called Prime.
0: It is so hard to get these bottles out to fight kids, I have to do the most.
1: Stores can't keep it on the shelves, people are camping out before they open to try to get some. Prime creators Logan Paul and KSI were swarmed by thousands of people when they came to Sydney to promote Prime earlier this year popular they are. Give it up for your favourite guys. Now, a US senator is calling for one of the Prime drinks to be investigated, and Canada is set to recall it before it's officially even launched there. So what is it with Prime? Why is it so popular? And what is making health officials so concerned? We'll let you know in the deep dive, but first, Sam, bonza. Talk to me about it.
0: Well, it's not good news for the budget Australian airline Bonza. After less than a year since its first flight, the airline has cut five of its routes. Bonza made the announcement on Thursday in a move it says it hopes will rebuild customer trust following delays and cancellations during its first months in the air. The routes being cut are from regional centres in New South Wales and Queensland.
1: Microsoft has confirmed Chinese-based hackers accessed the email accounts of US government agencies. Microsoft said it launched an investigation one month after the breach began.
0: Elon Musk has launched his own artificial intelligence company. The company, called XAI, said its goal is to understand the true nature of the universe. XAI will collaborate with Musk's other companies, Twitter and Tesla, to carry out their work.
1: And the good news, standalone games at two of Australia's biggest stadiums in the Women's Big Bash League will take place for the very first time this season. Matches at the SCG and MCG were previously staged before a men's match. The season begins in October. (laughs) Sam, until this week, had you heard of prime drinks?
0: I had one experience with prime a couple of months ago when I saw it it literally fly off the shelves in a rural supermarket. What do you mean? So someone was stacking the shelves with prime Mm -hmm. and as they were stacking it kids were lined up. It was 10 to 14 year old young boys buying the drink and like with coins. I imagine it would be pocket money that they were sprinting to the counter and they were lining up for it.
1: I mean I'm certainly not the target demographic for this but I have started hearing about it on TikTok.
0: Prime just dropped in Australia and people are literally going crazy over it. We are prime, boys. We are prime. We
1: are prime boys. So I literally bought these for ten dollars each, but yes, I literally spent sixty dollars. There's been such a frenzy over Prime that some schools have even had to ban the drinks. Bottles of the drink have been resold on websites like eBay for thousands of dollars. I know that A local store near my house was stocking the drink for something like six times what its retail price is. And after having a conversation with the store owner, he said there's such demand that he can charge whatever he likes, basically. According to one of its founders, Logan Paul, Prime generated close to $375 million in retail sales last year in its first year and made $67 million. In January alone, it's
0: massive dollars. I do feel like the fad has kind of always been around for me. I remember Tamagotchi's being the same in the playground, footy cards. There's always something. But at the end of the day, this is just a drink. Mm. So why is there so much hype?
1: Well, I think that to understand why there's so much hype, you need to understand who is behind Prime. Uh, That's Logan Paul and KSI. If you don't know who they are, I will give you as much of a rundown as I can. But basically, Logan Paul, the first of these two, is, I mean, you can call him an internet sensation. He's like the OG type of influencer. Yeah, You might know him as a boxer now, and we'll get to that in a bit. But he actually got famous doing stunts and a bunch of other stuff online. He started on Vine, if anyone that's listening remember <laughs> remembers Vine. that. Yep. Then he went over to YouTube, and he now has over 23 million YouTube subscribers. That is almost the population of this country. It's
0: massive numbers and for somebody who has been on the internet for a while but really in the scheme of things not that long, Mm. it's a huge following.
1: Then on the other side, there's someone called KSI who truthfully I hadn't heard of until very recently. You should get on the internet more. He is another YouTube influencer who built his following, doing gaming commentary, which is probably why... Uh,
0: That'd be why you haven't heard of him.
1: (laughs) Again, not the target audience there. Um, But he's since branched out into comedy videos uh, and also making his own music. The internet worlds of Logan Paul and KSI really started to collide through a public feud between the two. The short version of the story is that they had beef. I don't really know how else to explain it. I can't believe
0: you've just explained it as beef, but keep going. um,
1: KSI, who had started amateur boxing on the side, actually challenged Logan Paul to a boxing match.
0: Which, while we're here, is actually the second time this week we've talked about grown men challenging each other to a boxing match Hmm. on this podcast. So there's a bit of a pattern. And the Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg Mm -hmm. battle is a potential fight. Mm -hmm. This one between KSI and Logan Paul did actually happen.
1: It did. It took place in Manchester in 2018 uh, and there was just huge hype around this. In the end, the fight drew millions of viewers, like millions of people tuning in to watch two men fight. Anyway... Uh, with hundreds of thousands of people paying to watch them fight either in real life or online. The match was a draw and their rivalry went on for some time. They even had a rematch in 2019, which KSI won. But after a time, the two publicly ended their feud uh, and they actually decided not only should they be friends, but you know what? If you don't hate each other, why not start a business? And so in lies the creation of Prime. We... Have created our own
0: Drink Company. Okay, so what actually is Prime?
1: So the company has two core products on the market. The first is called Prime Hydration, it's a 500 milliliter bottled drink that's marketed as a healthier alternative to rival sports drinks. Things like Powerade or Gatorade, you know, yeah. I don't do sports, so. <laughs> I don't drink these things, but I imagine there's a market for it. Um, And Prime Hydration is available in several countries around the world. But that's just one half of what the offering of Prime is. There's also another product, and it's basically a flavoured energy drink range. So according to its website, Prime Energy, that's what it's called, provides the boost you need for any endeavour That is their words, not mine. And it comes in a 355 milliliter can, contains 200 milligrams of caffeine. So just to put that into context, in Australia, energy drinks can't contain more than 80 milligrams of caffeine per 250 mils meaning that Prime Energy can't actually legally be sold here.
0: Give me a sense of how much caffeine that actually is. So obviously you can buy Red Bull or V or Monster. Mm -hmm. There's heaps on display in the Mm -hmm. supermarket. How does that stack up?
1: Uh, Look, it's a lot of caffeine. Prime Energy contains significantly more caffeine than its competitors. So if we take a can of Coca-Cola, for example, that contains 34 milligrams of caffeine. A can of Red Bull contains 80 milligrams. And just A reminder, Prime contains 200 milligrams. So, I mean, we don't need to go over why excessive caffeine isn't good. It's things like dehydration, anxiety, increased heart rate. And I guess in recognition of those heightened levels of caffeine – Prime doesn't recommend its energy drink to pregnant people under 18s or people sensitive to caffeine.
0: So it's one thing for there to be a drink on the shelves with an unhealthy amount of caffeine. Why are we talking about it today in the news?
1: I think that's a good question, and we've gotten this far of me talking about influences without you asking why it's news. Uh, It's news because U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer is calling for the Food and Drug Administration, so the FDA in the U.S., to investigate the caffeine content of Prime Energy, so of that caffeine-filled drink. Schumer claims that because the caffeine-free Prime Hydration drinks, so the sports drink, looks nearly identical to Prime Energy, he says that children are likely to consume eye-popping levels of caffeine without their parents' knowledge. And the problem here is that the product has so much caffeine in it that it puts Red Bull to shame. But unlike Red Bull, it is specifically targeted. The advertising campaign is targeted at kids under 18. He's asked the FDA to investigate health claims made about Prime in advertising. He wants the FDA to investigate whether there are sufficient warnings about the product listed on the cans and the website, To that, a prime representative has said and said to media that prime energy contains, and I quote, a comparable amount of caffeine to similar products and that their top priority was consumer safety.
0: It's going to be really interesting to see what the FDA does in the US. I imagine the US is one of their key markets. Have we seen responses from other countries around the world to prevent the sale of the drink?
1: We have. So shortly after Chuck Schumer's calls for the FDA to investigate Prime, Canadian health authorities made moves to recall Prime Energy for exceeding acceptable caffeine limits. According to the BBC, Canadian health officials say that they're aware some stores might be selling Prime Energy without approval. This is despite the fact that Prime claims they haven't even launched the product in Canada yet.
0: To bring it back to an Australian context, we know that Prime is really popular here. Do we know whether it's energy or hydrate on the shelves?
1: Well, when we were writing up this story, our ever-efficient fact-checker Lucy had the same question. And, you Mm. know, you've got to fact-check in real life if you can. Um, So she checked a local supermarket and could see that Prime Hydration, so the one that is approved, was for sale at the supermarket. But when she went across the road to get something from the corner store opposite our office, she actually saw a can of Prime Energy, the version that can't right. be legally sold because of its caffeine levels, just sitting right there in the windows. So she brought it in. It's in our work fridge. You can try it after this and see what you think. But it's certainly accessible here.
0: I think what's happened here is that those young kids I saw buying Prime, they're not buying a drink. They're buying a membership to the part of the community that they want to be a part of. They're buying into the hype. And if you think about the age and the gender makeup of that crowd, like they're very susceptible young men. You
1: know, We've seen other businesses here in Australia do the same thing that like, if you have an audience that you have, (laughs) I was gonna say primed, that you have opened up to the idea of selling products to, it is so easy to build that hype.
0: That's all we've got for you today. Uh, We hope you have a very regulated amount of caffeine over the weekend. If you're on Spotify listening to this, tell us what you thought of this episode. There's a neat little Q&A feature and you can leave us a little note. We'd love to hear from you and whether you are a consumer of Prime yourself. We'll be back in your ears on Monday morning. Until then, have a wonderful weekend.